Welcome to Real Life Christianity with Deacon John Lozano. This podcast is about real life and living it in the light of the gospel. Real things, everyday things, relationships at home and work, real issues that the world presents every day, the complexities, difficulties, joys and aspirations of being human. Deacon John is a real guy, a deacon, but also a husband, a dad, a businessman, as well as an experienced counselor, educator, and author. And Deacon John invites us to come as you are as he brings the transformative power of the gospel down from the clouds to real life, your life. Hello, Deacon John here. Real life Christianity. Well, our real life, these are anxious times. That might be a huge understatement. Uh, I think anxiety today is public enemy number one. First, anxiety, you know, it's, it's kind of always there, isn't it? Just hangs around us day in, day out at some level in our lives. I mean, let's face it, there's, there's always something to be anxious about. Life, work, school, deadlines, relationships with people, unresolved conflicts with people, illness, money, jobs, on and on. The list is, is always something. On top of this, everyday anxiety. In the last three to four years, the climate of political turmoil and polarization, the divisive and caustic language used by politicians has been profoundly disturbing. It's well documented that in the past several years, there's been a huge, huge increase in anxiety in our culture. In fact, it's an epidemic right now. Now, if that wasn't bad enough, on top of this, we now have a worldwide pandemic. We have an enemy, a virus, that we can't see, smell, taste, but it's out there. We're not completely sure how we get it, but we know we can get it, and it'll make us sick, and we can die. And now there's this extreme lurking threat of job loss and financial ruin. It's like everywhere. You know, they say anxiety primarily comes from what we don't know. It's from the unknown. And it's from what we can't control. And then you think that the most common response to any question about the coronavirus is this. Well, we just don't know. Uh, we don't know yet. Oh boy. We are in it now. We are in it now. The level of anxiety is so high. And we've got to address it. We've got to get a handle on this. How do we do that? Well, first we move forward by beginning with 
acceptance and owning it. Own the anxiety where it is so we can move forward. You know, in my own life, uh, the first two weeks of being, uh, you know, sheltered in place at home was uh, quite good for me. I mean, I was really concerned about other people in our society, but in my personal life, I was quite happy for two weeks. I mean, I, I think it came from the fact that my schedule was completely freed up. Uh, it felt good. Uh, I'm also an introvert by nature, and I uh, heard someone say recently that uh, we introverts have been preparing for this our whole lives. <laughs> for some of us, it's not so bad. But honestly, something began to happen in me. Creeping in, creeping in each day. I was just not myself. I, I, would, I was off. There was this malaise, this effect on me that was dragging me. There was a, a tension within me. And the thing is, I just couldn't identify what it was. I, I just knew I wasn't right. Then I, I had a phone call, uh, a Skype, with my son-in-law so he could see me. And he said, you look anxious. Oh, my. <laughs> Immediately, I knew he was right. I am anxious. He can even see it on me, <laughs> my face. Here's the thing is, is I, I just couldn't identify it. It was, it was there, but I couldn't put my finger on it. But I knew it was affecting me. And I'm a little embarrassed to say that I kind of played a little uh, game in my head that I, that I shouldn't be anxious because I'm person of prayer and faith, which looking back on was silly. And of course, John, join the human race. It's a pandemic. Why is this important? You gotta name it to move past it. You can only cure what you own, what you identify and accept. You start with it, but you don't have to stay there. But that's the only way to move forward. You know, we come to God as we are, not in some image we have of ourselves. This God who became human wants us as we are, human. Because God gets this, this humanity in Jesus. He gets you he gets me, he gets the mess and the contradiction and the struggle. God only wants us. He only loves us as we are, not in the illusions we have of ourselves. Friends, it starts here. Accept it. Accept the mess and what's going on. And now we can move forward. Okay, friends, here's the most important thing I can say to you about this. This is a marathon, not a sprint. This is a marathon, not a sprint. Moving forward is about our life, our daily life. It's about our discipleship. 
And there's no magic here. There's no instant fix. But there is grace that is real and transformative. And we tap that grace by continuing to do what we always do, what disciples do, day in and day out. What we do in good times and in bad, in sickness and in health, in joy and in sorrow, in light and insight, and in darkness and confusion. When we feel connected and when we feel alone, we still do what we do. We follow him step by step. We follow him. So we do what we do. We pray daily. We serve. We love. We connect with others. We study. You see, this kind of walking, this daily faithfulness in little things is a really big thing. And it's how it happens. The transformative power of grace is often imperceptible, but it's real. I love this uh, image that Jesus uses in Mark's gospel, that it's like a seed that's planted. Uh, Here's the words of Jesus in this, this parable. He says, this is how it is with the kingdom of God. A man scatters seed. He sleeps. He rises. Night and day. And the seed would sprout and grow. He knows not how. He knows not how. Of its own accord, the land yields fruit. First a blade, then an ear, then full grain, and when it's ripe, a harvest. Oh, I love this, this faithfulness, this imperceptible grace that happens in our life in imperceptible ways and grows within us till later we get it and it manifests a transformation in us. Oh, this is the life of faith. It's the life of discipleship. It's the life of walking walking in the footsteps of Jesus. Friends, here's another thing. Don't play the victim here. I know we're all victimized by this virus, so it's so easy to go there. But don't go there. Don't play the victim. When you play the victim, you fall into self-pity. You give more power to that which inflicts you that which victimizes you, you give it power. Instead, move forward. A small step. Every day. 
move, engage, call someone, connect with someone, love someone, read good, listen to what is good, think what is good, fill yourself with good. You won't remain a victim. You'll move forward. Friends, there's a struggle here. Let's own it. There is a struggle here. There's a battle. Freedom doesn't come cheap. Love isn't easy. Faith is not a cakewalk. It's not easy. Love is as love does. Love in the Bible is not a feeling. It's an action. It's stepping one after the other in the right direction. Augustine said this, God created you without you, but he will not save you without you. He gave us our life without us, but he cannot fully save us without us, without our acceptance and our choice day in and day out. There's a daily choice to be made here. And the good news is you're not alone in it. You know, God did not send a representative. He sent his own son. God is not just out there waiting for us to come like some mountain out there to climb. No, he's, he's here within. He's come to us himself. This lover who comes to his beloved. He moves toward us. He's in the game. He's in the game of life. He's in the game of faith. Not as a spectator, but as a participant. He's in the game that we're in right now with this pandemic. Let's stay in the game with him. You know, Romans chapter 8. Just read it, friends. What then shall we say to this? If God is for us, who can be against us? If God is for us, who can be against us? He did not spare his own son, but handed him over for us all. Will he not also give us everything along with him? We, I mean, who will bring a charge against God's chosen? It is God who acquits, who will condemn. It is Christ Jesus who died, rather was raised, who sits at the right hands of the Father, and who, hear this, intercedes for us, pulls for us, roots for us. What will separate us from the love of Christ? Anguish, distress, persecution, famine, nakedness, peril, pandemic? No. And all these things we conquer overwhelmingly through him who loves us. So neither death nor life 
or angels or principalities, future things or present things, heights nor depth. Nothing will be able to separate us from the love of God in Jesus Christ. Friends, I've always been struck by something in the Catholic Mass. There's a prayer that the priest says every Sunday at Mass. It goes like this. Deliver us, O Lord, from every evil, and grant us peace in our day. In your mercy, keep us free from sin and protect us from all anxiety as we wait in joyful hope for the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. Now, I've often wondered and been puzzled, why anxiety? I mean, why not pray for sadness or fears or loneliness? I mean, there's so many things to protect us from. Why single out anxiety? Well, here's the thing that I've come to understand. Because in a nutshell, after all is said and done, without a doubt, the greatest source, the central source of all our anxiety is one thing, death. Death. Under it all, it looms within us. This fear of death, this ultimate unknown, this ultimate loss of control that whenever we think about grips us, this ultimate source and fuel for anxiety is death. So, when we get this, we get to the heart of the matter of our faith. The heart of the matter. The earth-shattering difference of faith the dynamite that we were given that shatters our world and turns it upside down, shatters the power of anxiety, is this. He is risen. He is risen. He is risen. This is the core This is the center. This is our life. This Jesus, in his death and resurrection, has defeated death. Once we get this, and we'll spend our lives getting this, we become free from public enemy number one. That's why we pray this prayer at Mass. Protect us from that 
which keeps us from living in the risen Lord Jesus that pulls us away from resurrected life in our life right now so that we can live like St. Paul who says, Death, where is your victory? Where is your sting? Coronavirus, you know, where is your victory? Where is your sting? Where is your anxiety when we live in the resurrected life of Jesus? You know, friends, when Matthew and Luke, Jesus says, be not anxious. In Philippians, it says, be not anxious about anything. This is not a guilt trip. This is not like, oh, well, great. Thank you, Jesus, but I'm still anxious. No, <laughs> it's a calling. It's an offer. It's a hope. It's a direction. It's a grace that's given us. Friends, it's our destiny. It's what's happening in us. It's what God is doing in us through our daily walking in him, giving us the freedom from anxiety by our living in the risen one. Our destiny begins now. I'll leave you with the words of uh, Scripture from uh, 1 Peter chapter 1. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who in his great mercy gave us a new birth to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. A living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. To an inheritance that is imperishable, undefiled, unfading, and kept in heaven for you. Friends, receive these words. It is a salvation that is ready to be revealed at the final day. In this, you rejoice, although now for a little while you have to suffer through various trials, so that your faith though tested by fire, will prove to be for praise and glory and honor at the revelation of Jesus Christ. Although you have not seen him, you love him. And even though you do not see him now, you believe in him. You walk in him. And you rejoice with an incredible and glorious joy as you begin to attain the goal of your faith, the salvation 
of your soul. Friends, through his death and resurrection, we are saved now. And we will live forever. Death is defeated in the one who loves us. Right here, right now, the risen Lord Jesus. We thank you for listening and for sharing the good news with Deacon John, who asks you to come back often and support him by subscribing, by rating the site, and please share our site with others in your circle.